0: Hello, (laughs) welcome to the the podcast. Here we go. All right, take two.
1: I am telling you, the tea kettle is going to boil right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh. okay, <laughs> I now. think you were wrong yeah. Okay, well it's about to boil Um, Brian Jones Brian I'm Jones here.
0: I'm here The
1: studio audience just started roaring
0: Yes, it was, it was real It was amazing
1: <laughs> Oh man, I've already done a podcast today My brain's a little fried It's really hard to talk to multiple people a day, you know
0: Are you brain dead? Sorry, I was terrible. I was let's cut that out. It was terrible. Please don't use that.
1: Um, Brian, you are a bass player and Mm. a producer and a songwriter. Yes. And um, a musician of all sorts. You were the best bassist in Virginia or the world. (laughs) One of the two. When you were like twelve.
0: I don't know about that. I was in the. The Virginia, uh, sorry, the All Virginia Jazz Ensemble. That's what
1: I was referring A-B-J-E, to. AVJE. AVJE.
0: For for three years. Oh, th- my, my three. My sophomore, sophomore, junior, senior year of high school.
1: Wow, I'm it impressed.
0: Was, it was fun.
1: That's amazing. But
0: I don't know if I was the best. Still, I think that's. Well. An oversimplification.
1: Well, now you're clearly the best in the world because you play for Gwen Stefani, and <laughs> you play for Muna. <laughs> And you have your own band called Human Natural. Yes. I was just about to say Supernatural. <laughs> is, it, is that the T? That is it. That's
0: this is, it.
1: This is off to a really weird start. Supernatural.
0: <laughs> Supernatural is a TV show, I believe, also, with a very dedicated fan base. That, mm-hmm. But I couldn't tell you anything about the show. My next door neighbor
1: is really into it. Oh. They can probably hear me. Very thin walls.
0: Oh. well. Whoa. <laughs> All right. What's I, up, guys? I hope they're enjoying Supernatural <laughs> right now.
1: Um, so, oh, okay. The very first thing in my mind that I really have been meaning to talk to you about. Yes. Matt Lauer.
0: Oh, God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like... Oh,
0: man. There's, Maddie. There's
1: just a lot to unpack <laughs> oh, <boy>. here.
0: <laughs> yes, I was, I was like the... I was one of the, the last people to get, you know... Be on that show with him
1: Whoa You were his last victim Yeah
0: (laughs) Yo in some In some circles What he did to me Is considered assault No I'm just kidding Um No for those Of you who are listening I was on the Today's show recently Like like a Maybe two uh, A little over a month ago And Or two I don't remember when it was Sorry
1: It was like a month ago It was like
0: Thanksgiving time But Matt Lauer uh, made a comment about my hair uh, on camera for everyone to see. There's a great little uh, snippet of it. Of me just laughing, not knowing what to do. Just being like, what the f- am I supposed <laughs> to say something? Like, do I? But I'm, I, it's apparently good I didn't say anything because they would have had to pay me more money. What? So I'm, I'm a little upset I didn't say anything. What do you mean? Yeah, apparently if you say something, I don't know, it's like some weird union thing. If you like, speak on camera you get paid more money no way that's what someone was telling me afterwards He's like yo you should have said something like you would they oh. would, would have had to pay you more i was like oh shit well well
1: you weren't mic'd, were you
0: no but like you know they got mics everywhere in those places you know they do but anyway yeah he made a comment about my hair and uh <laughs> then i would say about seven days later the, <laughs> <laughs> seven days later and i put like oh okay, here's the thing like i had posted something on facebook something like that like so I'm so excited to hang with my boy Matt Lauer tomorrow at the Today Show. Like it's gonna be great. Like, I was hyping up Matt Lauer. Like the, I played on there before, and I had like found this this shot from the show where it was like his head and my head in frame at the same time. And I like ran through a bunch of Instagram filters and it made it look really funny. And I was like so excited about it. And uh, yeah, so I was like excited to see him again. Like I really wanted a selfie with Matt Lauer because I think he's kind of funny. Because
1: you you got great taste in people. Uh,
0: yeah, and then you know, I was like I got my Matt Lauer moment, and then uh, he got <laughs> it was completely ruined, and my world was shattered. And
1: I feel like so
0: embarrassing. It
1: kind of reminds me of in Master of None when he like becomes fre- like pseudo friends with the do watch master now? yes i've
0: seen i've seen it. how
1: he becomes friends with that like chef guy and oh, then yeah. one second later the entire world is like this dude is a fucking giant creep <laughs> yeah <laughs> and his ease is like, like we're that. not actually best friends
0: <laughs> wait what was it th- wasn't a show called like best friends yeah. or something like that That's <laughs> so they weird. like
1: rebranded the tv show to be like best friend, like, a best friend's eating show, and they're like, you guys are best friends, right? And he's like, oh, yeah. And, then like, they go to, like, a commercial break, and they hear what happens. And it's Raven. Raven's the isn't she? Raven Simone? Isn't
0: it? I, like, isn't I watched know? all that once. I don't.
1: I feel like it is. She's, like, Remember. a TV show host, and then oh. she's, like, she, like, gets word in her ear during commercial, and then she, like, turns to Aziz, and she's like, so, <laughs> <laughs> you guys' best friends.
2: Love rehashing master of none. Do you guys want honey or milk in your tea? Of course.
0: I will have that or no, you know what? I'll just take it black. Whoa. Or really? whatever it is. Yeah. Lemon,
1: you'll say Straight lemon. up. Oh, oh yeah, straight he's straight having up. lemon. Okay. I'll take the classic. Thanks we have our in-house waitress serving us tea. <laughs> um I feel like that's such a like like a crash course in being a celebrity of of being like you just randomly publicly associating with someone as a joke and then yeah it's the biggest story of the week because <laughs> like your twitter was like like you just replied to your own tweet and you're like because it was like my hero matt Lauer or something i know <laughs> I, said, I said like never. love you
0: maddie yeah in the tweet <laughs> And then, like a couple weeks later, I just posted like uh, I saw I was like at the at the grocery store. and I saw a tabloid with Matt Lauer's face, just like husband from hell, like <laughs> cheating pervert husband Matt Lauer. Like he's
1: the one who had the button in his office, right?
0: Yeah, he had a button that would lock the door from the inside, but it was under the desk. That was the most like Jesus. that was the most like super villain part of it.
1: Right, dude,
0: so you would come in and close. It, and he's like close the door and then you have a <laughs> button under his desk and you just hear like, so
1: like oh no um, besides Matt Lauer what's the like coolest performance you guys have gotten to do like the coo- who are the best TV show hosts uh,
2: um,
0: I haven't really interfaced with too many of them to be completely honest huh. but like I don't know Jimmy Fallon was nice I don't know everyone's fine Everyone's fine. When I I was I was the most starstruck by Ellen though for <gasps> sure.
1: Oh my god, you met Ellen?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, she just like shook our hands after I would died. <laughs> he just
1: licked the microphone.
0: Yeah, he did. It was pretty sweet.
1: God damn it!
0: But Ellen was great, and wow. her show was a well-oiled machine, That's which incredible. was very cool. It's
1: my dream. I apply every season. Oh really? <laughs> <The> audience <laughs> member, I've never been selected, but I think it's gonna happen.
0: We play like the one of the crazy shows, like the uh, the give like they give oh, you fuck. shit of the show.
1: The the Christmas ten Ellen twelve days of Christmas. Yes. And everyone in the audience gets like five thousand dollars worth of Christmas presents.
0: Exactly. Someone got like they got all got guitars.
1: Layla like, was on that this year in one of them. Really? Yeah. Really got a bunch of stuff. Yeah, she was telling shit. She got like. She had, like, a $500 Starbucks gift card or something, <laughs> so she could just go to Starbucks for, like, a year.
0: That's so sick.
1: Depending on your coffee consumption. Wow, good for her. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Good for her. Uh, oh, thank you so much. Uh, the tea is very lemony, just to warn you. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> I like it. Um. It's good.
0: It's hot, though.
1: What's it like oh. working in such a huge operation? Like, like, Gwen is such a ginormous celebrity. Like, do you... Do you feel like you're in a band? Like, do you feel close with the people on the road? Or is it, like... Like, compared to being in Muna with, like, your friends who you've mm-hmm. known for years?
0: Oh. You kind of have to, like, get to know. <laughs> you can, you kind of, like... You go into it cold. You, like, don't really know people very well. and You kind of just learn to be friends. You learn how the dynamic works, and you kind of have your own little relationship. Yeah. Because you kind of have to at least pretend to get along. Right. And, like, like each other when you're playing, so you might as well just carry it, you know, Yeah. through the whole thing. But I like it. I've been very fortunate. I've really enjoyed, you know, sometimes you, like, don't know who you're going to be with until, like, the day of the show.
1: Oh, really? Yeah,
0: because, I don't know. It's just, like, it, in that world, it just kind of happens like that sometimes, but I've been very fortunate. Everyone has been, like, Like really cool, and I don't know, because there's a lot of older guys yeah, that have played with her. Like, I'm... Like by far the the youngest person that's been in that operation for a sec, so it's like it's cool to like get to talk to these people who have been doing it for longer. But it has given me this cynicism, unfortunately, of like a forty year old, uh, like side man <laughs> who has been like doing just hacking at it for like twenty years and just over it. So now I'm yeah. just yeah. So that's like the the most tour like most touring I've done has been with people who are who have been doing it for, like, as long as I'm alive and they're just, like, over it.
1: Well, that's kind of interesting because you've already, like, expressed your desire to not just be a sideman your whole life. Like, you're yeah. obviously passionate about bass and, like, so amazing at it, but you're a producer and, like, you, any project that's more creative or, like, that you have more of a say in, you want to go to anyway. But it's like, mm-hmm. would you, is there, like, a point where you want to just stop being a sideman or stop touring or...
0: Not. I don't. I don't fully know yet, but I mean, I've enjoyed my time doing it so far. Like, it's like as far as like the workload of it is, it's like really, it's really not super demanding. Like it's just like the travel is a lot. Yeah. Like not being with your friends, not seeing your family that much. It's you know it's that that's the part of it that's the hardest that makes you not want to do it. But I mean, if I I, I don't really see myself ending up as someone who's just like in town all the time like right, i see myself cool. as someone who's going to be traveling a lot but i mean whether that's touring or you know just or i mean you know, i just see myself in some kind of situation where i don't know i guess i travel still you guys so,
1: went to dubai right yeah
0: we went to dubai
1: that's so cool
0: that was really kind of nuts i don't know dubai is a crazy place <laughs> like i just never expected i would ever be in like the middle east yeah it's I was like <laughs> Jesus Like we flew over Pakistan To get there And I was just like And I just looked at the map On the plane Like they had this like 3D map Whoa. So he's like We're flying over Pakistan right? <laughs> I, I I had like a mini panic attack Cause like you you can't see North America From like the half of right. the globe That they were showing us And I was like Oh like if anything goes wrong Like I'm stuck For That's sure That's crazy But you made it back.
1: The close. I mean, you could go to like Russia. Like, where could you flee? Yeah, it's just it was just kind of a
0: little scary. I
1: was say, Pakistan's supposed to be really beautiful, like the mountains. Oh, yeah, looks like the Alps. Like,
0: I've seen some some pics.
1: Did you Uh, read Malala's book? I did not. It's so good. It's really really amazing.
0: I need to read more books in general. I'm, I'm not a diligent reader.
1: I think I have it on my shelf I can let it do. Ooh, thank
0: you. Um, how
1: do you feel... How do you feel like you compare with all these older dudes who've been sidemen for 40 years? Like, do you feel like you fit right in, or do you think you've got... Like, I feel like it would be pretty intimidating to walk <laughs> into your first rehearsal with Gwen Stefani.
0: Oh, I, at first I was... I was so nervous, uh, yeah. I'll never forget the first day of rehearsal I just like didn't know What was going on and I was like so nervous And you know we, we Were there for a couple of hours we were running some songs Cause we had, we had like a show coming up pretty, pretty recent or like In the near future So we were kind of just like getting right to work And uh We took a break for lunch And like I just didn't know What I was supposed to do in that context I didn't know what the deal was <laughs> So like everyone was leaving I just ended up getting in my car, and I just drove to, like, the nearest shopping center I could find, and I got had Subway. Like, I don't like Subway. Um, <laughs> oh, I love Subway. But I was just like, oh, there's a restaurant right there. It's Subway. And then I just had this, like, sad Subway meal by myself in, like, a panic. I was like, what am I doing? Like, I don't belong here. <laughs> but then I, like, got really adjusted to it really fast, and I don't know. It was... The the schooling I had and just, like, all, all the things, like, my teachers have taught me, just, like, being prepared and being professional and being organized, like, went a long way in that climate. Because I think... Right. I think when you've been doing it for a long time, you kind of just, you know... It's not that you stop caring, but you... I don't know, it's just, like, your priorities kind of change a little bit. And yeah. you feel differently, like, I was just, like, excited, and I just wanted to do a good job, and I wanted to be there, but everybody was just like, oh, we're just going to work, like, that's just, like, right. what you're, just that's what so your gig crazy. is. so <laughs> I was just, like, over-prepared, like, like, just way, just way too, <laughs> way too antsy, way too eager, just like, actually, this, the bridge actually starts like this, and then we go into the, but there's the hits at the end, do you guys get the hits, like, I was just nerding out the entire time, but.
2: Do you think that your work ethic is that part of your personality, or is that something that you had to cultivate?
0: Mm. I think it's it's unfortunately largely based in, in rooted in fear. Uh, I don't want to do a bad job, and I don't want people to get mad at me, so I just come in like really yeah. prepared and I work really hard, so no one can get mad at me for it. It's not. Out it's of kind life. of part of it. But I mean it's just like part of me now like now I don't I don't think of it like that it's just like I think that maybe is where it started at least. Yeah but it's
1: al- I think it's also a personality type though to want to do a good job. Like there yeah, are people who real. just don't give a shit or who who like don't take don't have the dignity to like want to get everything right. Like there are people you could still be operating out of fear but just be trying to like suck up to them or impress them and show off mm. but not care about just thoroughly like practicing and studying all the music
0: that's 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 definitely real and you definitely see that kind of person like in that you know arena just like through you know you just come across all kinds of people in that in in that you know that scene yeah. like some people like some people are have really high standards for what they're looking for from you and yeah yeah some people don't, really, and it's just kind of whatever, and it's, you know, we'll figure it out, and yeah. that's and more the vibe, but...
1: Gwen's nice, right? She's not, like, a scary, mean boss.
0: No, she's super pleasant. She's awesome. Yeah, she's like great. Like, you wouldn't
1: get yelled at by her no. for buying a wrong note? No. no. <laughs> Who's, like... Chance. Do you have a dream person you would want to play for in your lifetime? Uh
0: not necessarily I mean I'd love to play with for so many different people and play with so many different people um but I don't know a lot of a lot a lot of the people I would want to play for already have great people playing for them and I would feel yeah. like weird about <laughs> taking their place and it's like it's like I would say like oh Earth, Wind, and Fire but like no nah, <laughs> like has got that covered like he's amazing like I don't wanna I can't do that like he's he's already got that covered. Or, like, the chili peppers. But it's like, no, it's like, actually, they, I think they're all set. Um,
1: was pretty <laughs> um, okay, so, well what
2: about produce, though?
0: Oh, people want to produce for?
2: Yeah, like, if someone's like, man, I'm looking for something new.
0: I really, I, I would love to work with Kimbra at some point. Oh, my God. Because she's just, like...
2: Here's the deal with Kimbra, Brian. Here's my hot take on Ooh, Kimbra. I want to hear it. Everyone says that they want to sound like her. Uh-huh. And then no one has the guts to actually sound like her.
0: It's, oh, dude.
2: Like, every every I young understand. person I talk to who has a cool voice and cares about, like, chords and music and R&B, they're mm-hmm. all like, oh, man, I'm in Kimbra, obviously. But none mm-hmm. of them make music like Kimbra, because she's out there.
0: She's But she's so much deeper than... Everyone gives her credit for I yeah. feel like Yeah She's She's like I don't get how she's not Just like Everyone's idol At this point Cause it's just like She is She produces a lot of her own stuff
1: Yeah
0: And like Is amazing at it Yeah And she, she like Records all of her own vocals and, and her Her vocal production alone Like Is Grants is her legendary status Like yeah. that's That's insane But I mean I I just think like I would I would love to work with her on something. Like I think I would never want to do something for her cuz I just want to right. like I th- I'm just amazed by her ability to just synthesize all of her knowledge. Like she has such a good understanding of jazz and R&B and hip hop and pop music like Yeah. She totally. just she's the only one that blends it so she's she, I don't think she's the best at blending it right now. Yeah like that album The Golden Echo is just like
1: it's amazing it's unreal I think it's I unreal. saw you at that show Yes That was that was a long time ago yes. Yeah
2: it kind of bothers me cuz people talk a lot about like creating soundscapes and like creating other worlds in their music or they they like to relate music to like visual Mhm you know, like visual images or symbols or whatever Yeah and no one really does that for me but Kimbra Yeah Like she's... Kimbra is someone who like She's like a Voyager. She's like a Star Trek Voyager with her music. You know? Like she yeah. she does new, fresh things. It's she just so colorful
0: things. and imaginative. Yeah, it's very imaginative. I love Kimbra. Yeah. On on many levels. Yeah. I Think she's great. Yeah, she's I saw her at the Echo one time. Oh, like cool. just at a show. That's
1: crazy.
0: And she was just like on her phone in the back by herself, like oh. in between oh, sets. At a... Yeah, she wasn't performing. Oh wow. she was just like attending the show. Cool. And I was so nervous. I didn't I didn't say anything, but it's like I just contemplated it the whole time. Just kept looking back and kept looking back and was like, do I go say something? I didn't do it. I, I
1: remember AJ <laughs> told me a story once. He was at a coffee shop in Silver Lake and uh-huh. he was he just was chatting. He like heard her he heard there's a girl in line and he heard her say something, you know, like music type to someone, he's like, "Oh, are you a musician?" And she's like, "Yeah, yeah." And he's like, "Oh, cool, me too." And they're like <laughs> chatting, and then he's like, "Do you have any shows coming up?" And she's like, "Yeah, Coachella." And he was like, "Oh," and then he's he like, like, "Do you have any shows
2: coming up? Where?"
1: He's <laughs> like, oh, Coachella, India, California, Coachella." Um, and then he like waited to hear her name, and then when they called for coffee, they're like, "Kimbra," and he's like,
2: "Uh." Mm, oh. <laughs> I wonder. Yeah. I wonder how they spelled her name at Starbucks <laughs> <laughs> or whatever coffee shop. Kima.
0: I can't even get Brian right. Jim Bro. One time I got Branya on my cup.
1: They have to just be fucking with everyone. Yeah,
0: that one. I that one. I feel like was had malicious intent. Like it was B R A N Y A. Branya, and I was like, y'all. Like...
1: My brother's name is TJ. Mm-hmm. And he got one that said Quee
0: <laughs> That was on so, purpose, yeah. for sure.
1: So, little out there.
0: But honestly, if I worked at Starbucks, I would do that all the time. Because, like, yeah, yeah. who are you really hurting? <laughs> and also, that's a great way to get through your shift.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, it's like what's your name? Pete? Oh, like... For sure. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Wheat. Um. <laughs> <laughs> ah. It has made me think that I'm bad at pronouncing my own name because people are always like, Natty? What? What are you saying? Like, everyone thinks my name's Natty. Which is crazy, because Natty is a really common name, but... Natty? Yeah, like, I I don't know, it's like, maybe I just have a... Oh, I think we're annoying Zeus. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. No, nice, he's down. Um, Yeah, but maybe I'm bad at pronouncing my own name. Who knows?
2: I um,
0: think you're great at it. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Brian. Yes. So, what does the career path look like for you as someone now? You are who you are. You've got your gigs. I am me. You have your experience. Yeah, yes. How are. do you now get to producing with someone like Kimbra? Or with all your dream people? That
0: is a <laughs> great question. I would love to know the answer to. <laughs> uh, I don't really know what to do. Like I feel like I'm, I still like a lot to learn as far like I've I've had like a just a crazy year and a half as far as like life experiences go. Yeah.
1: You've been on tour like for the past year and a half, right? Yeah.
0: Pretty much since like March of twenty sixteen I haven't been in the same city for more than like two weeks at a time. Which is (laughs) it's fun for sure. But also like after a while it's just like, yo, I need to like need to like chill out for a little bit. I need to like take care of myself.
1: Yeah, you like eat some fiber and, <laughs> and like. Man, are wash you talking your about books. Brian? <laughs> or about you? <laughs> Sorry, go on. No, it's fine.
2: It's just
0: like, uh, I, uh, you start to crave structure after a while. fiber? You start to crave fiber and just a balanced diet and cereals that are part of your balanced <laughs> breakfast. Um,. No, I just, uh, I don't know what the next period of my life looks like at all. I know I'm here for, like, two months for the most part. I have, like, two little things I'm leaving town for, but I have stuff I'm, like, trying to do when I'm here that, you know, I don't know if anything will happen with it or, you know, what's gonna happen, but I just, uh, I'm just gonna keep doing something at all times because, like, my, my body doesn't like just chilling out even though i could just like be you know just hanging and sleeping which sounds amazing like yeah. I, would, I would only be able to do it for like a day and a half then it would be like i need to do something but i'm excited i'm like exercising uh, i haven't gotten a chance what, to do that in a while what That's kind of cool. exercise just been hiking like a lot doing cool. that doing some griffith park <laughs> Like run run hike things.
2: That's
1: it's been cool. fun. Can we go on a hike together, Chance? Ooh, yes. There's this woman who um who I know who lives in Eagle Rock and her mm. Instagram she's like a big runner. And it's mm-hmm. it's like we don't live in the same city. <laughs> like she just is posting pictures all the time of really cool trails that she's going on and Ooh. like places with beautiful views and all these hikes and but and it's, it's in all LA? in LA. Like, she lives five minutes away from me. So, oh. I'm thinking of just combing through her Instagram and writing mm-hmm. down all of the places that she's been and then, like, Googling them and making a checklist for this year of places I want to try hiking.
0: I think that's a fantastic idea. And I would love to be a part of that.
1: Amazing. You'll be my first call.
0: That's huge. I, I just like to do the hike because the gym makes me, like, sad. Mm hmm. Um, just for I don't know. I don't know why actually. It's just like I just this don't like a being a terrible there. place. It's like I have to spend what what, like I have to spend money every month to like come here? Why don't I just like go outside and like I don't know. But it kills two birds with one stone, I get to go outside, I get to interact with people if I so choose. Mm-hmm. And then uh yeah, I get my exercise. Yeah. It's nice, it's efficient. I'm life hacking. <laughs> I'm, I'm, honestly, a, hack I'm honestly a visionary. No, I'm just
2: kidding. <laughs> um, let's just say, let, if you could plan out mm-hmm. the next five mm-hmm. years of your life, mm-hmm. and if you, could, like, if you could say right now exactly what you want to happen in your life, what would it look like? What would the path from now to your goal look like? Okay, that,
0: that probably changes, like, every other day, but I will answer what my current feeling is. Cause I, it's just so chaotic, and, like, I don't know. <laughs> There's so many things I ended up doing, I was like, I'm never gonna do that. I was like, oh, I did it, alright, like, I don't know. But, oh, was that Bananagrams? Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> my, I played Bananagrams. Play after this? Yes, absolutely. Yes! I played Bananagrams with my family, like, it was just the four of us. Did you win all the time? No, I lost. Oh, I she... lost every round. Oh, you're going
2: to lose again. Yeah, probably. Because she kicks my ass every time.
0: My mom was, like, so good at it. That's cool. Like, she, she roasted <laughs> us, like, wow. every round.
1: Wow, I love round. it. That's cool.
0: If I were to plan out my career, what I would like to do is just have some kind of project that I, am, I feel involved in and a part of and make fun music doing that, and then... You know, travel, playing that like tour, playing that. Make a record, tour, playing like I just—that's all I really want to do. So
2: you want to be a producer artist? Yes,
0: yes, yes. Kind of a
1: crazy question.
0: Yes, yes.
1: (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Um, what is like the best memory of your life? Oh my god! Well,
0: it's a crazy (laughs) question. I love it though. What? Wow, the best memory think I an of my answer, life.
1: Like for myself, so I know that's no. really huge. But I was gonna say, what's like your best musical memory? You know, like is it recent yeah. or does it date back to like your nostalgic youth, like childhood band? That was kind of where my I of The question came from.
0: I have I have a I have a I have a decent answer for this. I okay. think, uh, and it's one from like recent memory. But uh, so when I was in middle school I think no doubt went on tour with Paramore and wow. I think it was The Sounds was the other band oh, My the four, the four people in my family it was like me, my dad, my sister and my mom we all went and it was really fun and it was at this place called uh, I think it was called Nissan Pavilion at the time but now it's called it's literally Jiffy Lube Live <laughs>
2: I hate that.
0: I love Virginia. I think that is the worst name for a venue I have ever. I'm gonna
1: name my kid
2: Jiffy Lube Live.
0: (laughs) Jiffy Lube Live.
1: That's disgusting because it has the word "lube" in it and Jiffy, and it's a bad alliteration.
0: It's so bad. But then also, but I mean, uh, I've just seen so many bad venue names like the KFC Yum Exclamation Point Center. That's real. That exists. It's in Kentucky. <laughs> it's an arena. Things happen there. Jesus. People tour there. There's, like, shows there. Jesus. The KFC Yum! Exclamation point center.
1: We're all Why? living in an episode of Black Mirror.
0: We really are. That's
1: capitalism. capitalism really Live. Everything disgusting. is bad,
0: guys. Everything. KFC Yum! KFC Yum! Center.
1: We <laughs> to go check out a show at KFC Yum.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's when it hits KFC. Oh, God.
1: At least LA has, like... Beautiful venue names like Staples like, oh, Center. Go- well, like let's go to the Greek.
2: Like yeah, the Greek let's go to the Hollywood Bowl. Yes.
1: Staples Center, let's go Office Magic go yeah. Center. <laughs> office what?
2: Staples Center, oh. named after an office supply store. <laughs> Staples. What is their paperclip center?
0: Did you guys ever go to the Staples that was close to Staples Center? No, <laughs> no. I think it. I think it's not there anymore. But man, every time I pass there on the way to downtown. It was just, and like, no one was in the parking lot. No one was ever there. But it was yeah. a staple, And I think they just had it there because it was like, we should probably have a Branding. Staples close to Staples Center in case anyone to leave Staples Center. I'm sure and it's like, a- man, I really need to go to Staples. Like,
1: I'm sure the Staples Center so makes more money in one night than this fucking Staples <laughs> chain <laughs> makes in a year. Absolutely. Absolutely. What were we talking about? By Anyways. best memory <laughs> ever.
0: <laughs> no, the, uh, okay, so we went to that. And then, uh, flash forward to 2016, and I, I'm playing there with Gwen, and, and, uh, the, I, it was, like, a couple songs into the, the show, it was kind of surreal, like, I had seen a couple, like, cool shows there over, over time, and it, that was kind of, like, a big deal for me, like, so many of my friends, and, like, teachers, and, like, People from very important people from my life came out they must to the be show.
1: So proud of you. It
0: was great, but then uh the the best moment of that was when like I I was like trying to like find everybody in the crowd because I didn't really know where everyone was sitting. But then like the moment I saw my family like and like I all like, everyone I'm going Yeah, the <laughs> I saw my family and like I like waved to them and they like waved back and it was like it was like it was just like surreal. It was just like that was like an amazing moment. Like it was just so.
1: I can't even. Beautiful. I can't even imagine how your parents must have dealt with that because when we saw you at, what was it, the forum Mm -hmm. with Gwen, my heart was, like, exploding with pride. I was like, that's my boy. Like, I raised him. I gave birth to you. Like, I was just, for some reason, just, like, so proud of you like you were my child. I can't even imagine how... Is that a weird thing to say? Can it's I ask you a crazy
2: question? <laughs> no, I, well,
0: I feel like you're in my mom. No, I'm go. sorry. That's so weird. Can
2: I ask you a crazy question? <laughs> yes. Do you Just think anyone going. hates you? Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think that's possible. They'd have no, to be... Well,
0: for, I I would never say who and why, but I know there are a couple people that hate me. They'd
2: have to be insane. Are they insane?
0: I can't say, like, they're all super justified. <laughs> I can't say they're all super justified. There's, like... But it's, like, I can count on my hand how many people I think probably, like, hate me. Because
2: here's my popular opinion about Brian. Whoa! Brian's, like, the best dude ever.
1: Yeah. Like pretty nice guy.
2: You guys, I'm right here. Uh, I'm talking to my listeners.
1: <laughs> like your list, this podcast has got hijacked. Yeah. Um,
2: Brian is extremely talented, through the roof talented. Not at just one thing, but several things. Uh, Bicycle. I'm,
0: <laughs> I'm an excellent bicyclist. Really? He's,
2: no. Uh, incredibly smart. Incredibly hardworking. And then also extremely kind and generous. And, and polite. And polite. And it's so rare that you meet anyone who has Jesus. two of those qualities. <laughs> let alone all four of them. Come on, you guys. How am I supposed to live up to that? You do every day. <laughs> That's why you're here right now. So much pressure.
1: I, I do like we kinda talked about this like years ago when we did a different podcast with you. Mm, yes. But you you kinda I mean, that, like, social currency really did help you to get where you are in a lot of ways. Like, it was a combination of working really hard and, like, I feel like you have to put in the bedroom hours as a musician of, like, being oh. a nerd alone in your bed. <laughs> like, being a nerd alone in your <laughs> bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> bedroom. Um,
0: Very few bedroom hours in my life. <laughs> those, those bedroom hours. That's the downside.
1: <laughs> the downside of being the nicest, most hardworking guy in the world. Um, anyways, you you really, like, I mean, you, you used the opportunity of being in this small network of people that we were all put in, and you were friends with everybody, and you, you know, said yes to every gig, and it allowed you to get all these production gigs because you just kept saying yes, and you just kept offering to do it for everyone, and then... All of a sudden, like, you graduated and you had produced, like, ten different people's things. Um, Do you have, like... it was a lot. Do you have, like, a strategy? (laughs) Do you... What's your strategy now? Like, do you still want to just say yes to everything? Or do you want to be more selective?
0: I... Well... There's... It's kind of complicated. Because I think the year out of... The year I left school was, like... arguably the busiest time of my entire life, because I, I was not... I didn't have, like, funny I had, like, a little bit of financial support from my parents, but, like, it was only when I, like, really needed it. Like, I didn't really... I only I had to ask for money, like, once or twice. But, but I just, like, took it on myself. It's like, I just have to, like, figure out how to make this work, and I wanted to do it, you know, making music. So I just kind of, like, busted my ass, like, working with, you know everyone, because I felt like I still had a lot to learn, and I didn't, and and like, I just wanted to, I I just was a workaholic, I worked with a bunch of people, (laughs) and uh, that's, that was like the best, you know, most productive year of my life, just like, throwing myself in a bunch of situations, I just, I just, I I don't know, anyone who hit me up was like, yeah, let's do it, or like, I would just be like, yeah, let's, let's make this EP, like, I made, (laughs) <laughs> made so much music that year That's so cool. just like in my apartment
2: tiny question before you continue yeah when people in the middle of the busiest probably most stressful year of your life mm-hmm. when people hit you up were what percentage of your feelings were good and what was bad were you like oh amazing someone wants to work with me let's do it or were you like like, I have to fucking say yes to this.
0: I honestly got really lucky, um, with the people I worked with, I think, because, I don't know, There's like, I got to work with, like, my best friends at yeah. the same time, too, like, you know, it was just like, I mean, I, I became friends with a lot of people I worked with, because, you know, it's, it's kind of an intimate environment, and if you're doing, you know, eight songs with somebody, yeah, you're gonna spend a lot of time with them, and I don't, I don't know, I just got really lucky, and, uh... <laughs> I didn't really have any two terrible experiences. There were only like one or two that was just like, wow, I cannot wait for this to <laughs> to be wrapped up. Yeah. yeah. Like, that'll be a cool thing when this is done.
2: Okay, another little interlude just because I enjoy talking to you. Of um, course. What is your least favorite thing to hear from an artist that you're producing when it's going badly? Like, what's the thing that really grinds your gears? Mm.
0: Okay, <laughs> this, is, this is a story and I will leave out uh, any names
1: incriminating details yeah
0: no incriminating details like cause it's fine like I like this person no big deal this is the worst thing to hear as a producer you're on your third round of mix notes love it and you, they're kind of just being vague in the first place like I kind of want to be like you know brighter <laughs> it's like okay and earlier in the process you know they made a couple decisions that you didn't agree with, but, you know, it's their music. They wanted it this way. It was like, totally chill. I get it. We'll do it your way. I'm, I'm here for you. Yeah. I'm, I'm working for you. Third round of mix notes. They say, you know what? I think i would this song have more of an electronic vibe. Oof. Um. Oh, so no this song way. had been recorded with solely real instruments because that's what they had asked for. Right, 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 right. And then we went back in...
1: Like, in the third round of mixing. In the third mixing. round
0: of mixing. So, like, that's it's nice. gonna, you can put, like, to give a mixer... <laughs> to give a mixer is like, new drums is not a thing you really do. Right. That's, like... Oh, you're I in need,
2: the third round of mixing. Are you mixing it? I'm not mixing oh, it. Oh, fuck.
0: Like, we're working with a mixer. Yeah. And you're like,
2: hey, just let me know, like, when you want to wrap this up. Oh, shit. So you're, you can't
0: just be like, hey, we're just gonna replace the drums and add a bunch of synths, and it's just part of the mixing. Yeah, no, you.
2: that's a whole new thing.
0: Yeah, that's, that's the only thing. It's just, like, stressful. like making crazy decisions that far in the process is yeah. fine if I'm mixing. Yeah, totally. But if you're, like, having someone else and you're spending the money to have this person do it... Yeah. It puts me in an uncomfortable thing. It's like, hey, uh, can you do a lot more work for the same amount of money? <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. That's, not, that's not very fun. I've
2: it- never had that happen to me, but my least favorite thing is when you, like... Are you know you're like four to five sessions in song is like pretty much done yeah Every, you're on this on as the, as close to the same page as you could possibly be mm-hmm. and then you're driving and you get an email that says like hey so I've been listening I've li- I'm listening back and I think <laughs> I hate that wait you just hate that just what, like, what is that it's just like. You're on the same page. You're, like, sitting in the room with the person Mm -hmm. as you're playing guitar or you're, like, comping drums or comping vocals. And you're on the same page. You're like, is this good? Can I go home? Great. You go home. I go home. Great. I'll send you a bounce. And then, hey, so I've been listening, and I think that we should, like, scrap all of this. I was like, I just hate that. I just hate that preface of, like, were you not listening before? <laughs> what were you doing before? Okay, but I will say this.
0: I will say this about that. I think when you're in the room, in like if you're in, especially if you're in a studio, and it's like loud. Yeah, and everything sounds good. Yeah, everyone, right. everything sounds good, and everyone's excited, and yeah. it's like you have a different vibe. But then if you like go home and play on your laptop, you're it totally sounds. Right. It's it's like why are you still listening to music? And it's yeah. like
1: yeah.
0: Cause like everything in the studio sounds incredible if you're if you're playing it loud, yeah. Like you're just excited and it's yeah. like, ooh, like look how loud you can turn this up. Like, you feel that bass? Like that's what's up. Like that's you, man. That's it's like sounds <laughs> so good. you're
2: right. You're, I'm not giving these people enough credit because, and that's why in my life recently I felt a little burned out on producing other people's stuff because I've realized that I've just been wanting to clock in and clock out. So I totally yeah, understand I that. Right. Like I am someone who makes very committed decisions mm-hmm. and I make them very quickly. And I'm like totally in it with my own music and I go this, 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 done, go home and come back and I feel totally the same about everything. Mm -hmm. But I understand that like a lot, especially with a lot of the young people I work with, like they, they're insecure. They don't know yet. They do need time to sit with it. And it's really difficult to be, to make big decisions when you're in the room with another person that you're giving a lot of control to because no one wants to say anything embarrassing no one wants yeah. to put no one wants to upset me at all so they're not going to be yeah. like hey stop playing that play something <laughs> totally different
1: Well um, so yeah that's yeah. exactly what i was going to say is that like you and i have been through that before where yeah. we'll get home and then i'll be like like especially with our earlier stuff i'll be like you know i just i don't love the whole like sound of this like it just doesn't feel very me or you know like something like that and you would be like just driven crazy because you're like w-, you know what the hell and for me it was like I mean, it was a confidence thing of kind of like what you guys were saying earlier about, like, shitty mixed notes, like, just brighter or whatever. It's, like, I maybe don't have, the like, the vocabulary in the moment to articulate, like, you know, what I don't like about what's happening. And, again, it's, like, when you're – now I'm a lot more confident and, like, can make decisions way more quickly in the studio. But the first – like, the very first EP I ever made, it was, like – you know, we're in a studio with these, like, random middle-aged men who I've never met, mm. and, like, everyone's just trying to act like they know what they're doing, and we're trying to stay on schedule, and it's, yeah. like, so much stuff can happen, and then you go home, and then you get your thoughts gathered, and you listen to some references, and, like, <clears throat> you want to be as specific as you can. I don't know. I, I sympathize with the yeah, artist.
2: I'm just... <laughs> human relations are not my forte. <laughs> um, so I'm doing the best I can, but... yeah. yeah. But that, that's one of the frustrating things that I've experienced as a producer.
1: Yeah, but it's also as, frustrating. As someone who
2: works with, like, younger people. Mm-hmm. It's
1: frustrating on the flip side, though, when you're an artist and a producer is really into something they're doing. Like, like it's awesome like for you guys to show enthusiasm or to be like, oh, like, I've got this idea, and you're just, like, cruising with it. But if you know deep down that you already don't like it, It's just, like... It's hard to say. It's, like, a dance to, like, try to find the most socially acceptable way to be, like, (laughs) what if we don't do this?
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: That's super real.
1: That's, like, not as big of a problem with, like, you and me, but with other producers I've worked with, it's just so uncomfortable because I'm literally just being, like, how do I, like, keep everyone's spirits high while also being, like, I don't like that.
0: Right. I mean music is such a personal thing.
1: Yeah.
0: And it, it, it affects everyone differently. Yeah. But so it's just it's hard to uh it's hard to like tell somebody it's like, oh what you it's like when you when you make some the way make fun of the way someone laughs, <laughs> and it's like it's like that's so dark. <laughs> like it's like you should feel bad about like your I can't there's yeah, some like comedian who has who says like Oh, you know that sound you make when you feel happiness and like the inescapable uh you know, the inescapable dread of the world momentarily leaves your body and you, you know, have this involuntary, beautiful moment of laughter. Yeah, you sound stupid when you do that. Like that's the word so it's like it's sort of like that when like you have some kind yeah. of thing that like is hitting you emotionally and it's like, ooh, like I have this idea that I think will be really great Then you put it down, and you're like, Oh, that's so working for me and then someone's just like yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's getting it's <laughs> heavy. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, it it's, hurts. It
1: can be rough. I remember like the first couple of songs that you and I wrote together, babe. Like, I remember you, it's for Cross Another Heart. It's for this song on my first EP. Mm-hmm. She wrote, she made like a really cool guitar part and she had a melody idea for it. And I was like, I love it. And she's like, great, like we can use it on your EP. And then we're like sitting on my bedroom floor in my house on 30th Street, senior year. We were, like, sitting on the, our bedroom floor, and I had my notebook out, and I had, like, all my old lyrics and stuff, and neither of us had, like, come up with anything yet. And then, like, I said a line, and you just looked at me, and it was so tense because you didn't like it, and I knew you didn't like it. And, it, like, just the tension was ridiculous because we had just started dating. We are like, writing a song together, and it was like, this is a fucking nightmare! <laughs>
2: Obviously, you can tell from the way that I talk about music that it's emotional to a degree, but it's also very unemotional. What is it? What is the creative process like for you? Is there a lot of emotion in it? Or is it more like, today I will write a song that sounds like this?
0: I think... Uh, I think the... I have like a... There's a... Mm, let me start that over. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I definitely have... A, I use both sides of that coin sort of like I'll, if I'm not really like feeling anything I know there's like go-to stuff I can just like kind of like ideas I can make out of nothing I'll just like put on a drum loop just like fuck around on an instrument I'll make a song out of that maybe it's not anything I'll ever use but I think the the best stuff I make definitely comes from an emotional place like if like if I think about something while I'm even just like with the instrumentals Cause like I usually just like I churn out instrumentals like every day. Like I always have like one or two things. I'm I'm like trying to like at least kind of finish ideas like every day. It's
1: awesome.
0: It's I highly recommend it. It's it's so much fun. But I I think the ones I end up using and the ones I end up keeping or the ones that like mean a lot to me are usually when like I try to soundtrack it to what I'm going through or like the things I'm thinking about. Cause like. If you, like, you can kind of just, like, shut off your, I right, do I feel like I'm able to think about things and kind of, like, capture how I feel if I just, like, kind of shut off my thoughts for a second and try to, like, just, like, let, see what happens. Just, like, let some some idea come to me and just, like, but I, I don't know. I'm able to kind I, I, I don't know. If I get an idea about, from, like, just thinking about something or... Like, I get musical ideas from emotions, and I try to put them down, and I think the, the my my favorite stuff I've ever come up with has been through that process. But so I don't, when
1: you're feeling emotional, do you go and sit down and write? Or yeah. do you think that emotions come out that you were kind of unaware of because you're just sitting down to write?
0: I think, I think we'll, I think... It, if I'm feeling away, I'll definitely try to just like make some music about it. Sometimes it only makes it worse. Sometimes <laughs> I just get frustrated cuz like what I come up with is not good, but sometimes it's just like I get in a flow and it's just, you know, and it's like it's just it's like magic. It's like it's Yeah. And I'm just kind of ch- constantly chasing that.
1: It's such a good feeling when yeah. you're in the middle of writing something that that you know is good and you and that's like actually expressing the way you feel it's like mm-hmm. it's an insane feeling to make something yeah. and like that's that I, I think that that's why we all do like why we all keep chasing it is because it just feels so incredibly good to make it and it feels I mean for me it feels so incredibly good to perform it like yeah. and bring you back to that moment and share it it's just like this addictive like love that I have Like Mm -hmm. that's why, so basically the premise of this podcast is like I really want to find out what makes everyone do something even though it's really hard to do because a lot of people just pursue their, or a lot of people, I think I was saying this to you before the podcast began, like a lot, I think that we all kind of have it when we're young and then as we get older a lot of people just pick something and then they stick with it and they'll go through the motions or, you know, they'll just try to work within a system. They'll find whatever system or group or culture they can and then just work really well within it. And, like, that's satisfying is to just achieve, like, some kind of, you know, regularity within that. And then there are other people who are pursuing something that is, you know, it's difficult and it's it's ultra-rewarding, but then, like, ultra-disappointing, and it's all mm-hmm. ups and downs, and it's not stable. And, like, what makes you keep doing something? Like, why do you love it? What drives you?
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> I don't know if that was a question or a statement. It kind of ended in a question, I feel like. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I mean, I don't Well, like, here, here's the interesting part of it. It's, like, playing bass has always come, like, really naturally to me, luckily.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, like, people have, you know, responded to it since I was, like, since a very early age. And I kind of just, I feel like I just kind of got lucky with that. And I've been able to do so much stuff through playing that, Mm -hmm. through playing bass and through music. And, I mean, but, I mean, bass is not something I, it's not, like, the specific thing I see is, like, my be all end all like what defines me necessarily i mean
1: that's funny because when i watch you perform like i feel like you just have like love radiating out of you like you just seem like you you love it you're performing you're beaming and like jumping around (laughs) and like it seems like it's a great joy for you
0: It, it it is it really is but i mean i just uh I don't know what it is I just have this desire to I, I just want something more out of <laughs> I don't the bass is just like it was just not that it was like this like easy just like walk in the park like I worked hard for sure but I uh production and writing music is something that's like newer to me and I don't know mm-hmm. if it's just more exciting right now for me to be doing that but yeah it's challenging for me and it's challenging in a way that wasn't necessarily challenging the way bass was. That's cool. Because I have to like, I feel like I was just given some gift from God for my bass playing abilities. Like, I just, I don't I just understand things on that that I take a lot, like take some people years to figure out. Yeah. And I feel really, really fucking lucky about that. But, yeah, I uh, don't feel that way about my production. And that's something I really feel like... I, I love to do it, and I'm not the best at it. And I want to like try to be the best at it. Not the best, but like I just want to... I don't know. It's just something to work towards. Mm-hmm. And I just want some kind of journey in my life. I, I know that's yeah. going to change a lot. My bass playing is probably not going to change a lot.
1: Yeah. But well, like... And you also... <laughs> like, you've been playing bass for... Over a decade. Yeah. And you've been producing for like two years. Yeah, two, yeah. So. Exactly. More than that.
0: Two, three years-ish. Yeah. First thing I did came out in 2014.
2: It's four years?
0: Oh, no. I guess it came out in, tw- yeah, about four years.
2: Um, What most directly inspires you creatively to write?
0: Uh, Just other good music. Music? I don't know. I just... Like is it
2: like images, your emotions, books, movies, music?
0: It's mostly just music. I get all my best ideas from like the stuff I make for like just like when I'm listening to other kinds of music. Do you have you ever had that thing where you like miss like understand something? And like misunderstand some something someone said, like someone says uh I'm trying to think of a good example I don't, I don't know you end up misunderstanding somebody's like oh did you just say like like banana banana fart and they're like no I said like I'm gonna start that and you're like yo no but it's like oh but like that banana fart thing is pretty funny like what is that yeah. like I kind that happens with me musically sometimes where it's just like it's like oh I thought I was doing that like I misunderstood it
2: right but like, that
1: happens to me for sure yeah we're all here like a snippet of a song or like I'll hear a noise like I'll hear like a truck breaking or like some noise that I catch like you know just briefly like it, it somehow like penetrates my consciousness and then I'm like was that the beginning of this song and then I'm like no but then I realized that I was just like starting a song in my mind with it and mm-hmm. I sometimes get melody ideas like that like something yeah. some weird sound just from walking around will sound like the start of a melody to me, and then I, like, will record a voice memo or something.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, that That kind of stuff is... Do you have that? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to use, like, the banana fart exam. That was awful. <laughs> like, I couldn't come up with anything else.
1: That really threw me... That, like... I
0: know. It took I I don't know... Damn! Like my default thing has the word fart in it. That sucks. You know when
1: someone says something and <clears throat> you awful. think they say banana fart. <laughs> Is that rapping, you oh, guys? We should play Bananagrams I now. I want to know about your personal life. <laughs> Are you interested in getting a dog? Oh, I know you're allergic. Oh, I would love to get a
0: dog at some point. How
1: will that? How will that work its way into your life with you being a touring musician?
0: Uh, it wouldn't. I would have to live with someone who is oh, taking care of a dog. On.
1: I see. Or, do you have plans to move out on your own, or do you want to stay with roommates?
0: I I mean, the dream would be to have a, ha, like, I think of what every musician wants. I think literally every musician wants just a house with a studio in it. Yeah. No one's like, I want to live with roommates <laughs> until I am 40 years old. <laughs> well, I, I meant
1: more like immediate future. I didn't no, mean do. You want to have roommates when you're
0: forty? <laughs> I really like my spot right now. Like I would live mm-hmm. there forever. Like yeah, I I don't want to work out of there forever.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. you know it's just I'm just working out of my bedroom right now. That's like
1: yeah, that's
2: tough.
0: Can't be so loud. I literally have a roommate like on the other side of my. <laughs> like I I I would feel horrible. Trying to do... Doing the amount of work I wish I could do. Right. And the kind of work I wish I could do in the house with people. But I eventually do want to get my own, like, separate studio spot where I can... Don't do don't have to worry about being loud or... Yeah. That'd be anything. awesome.
1: I think that that's, like, pretty achievable, right? Like, you're pretty close to being able to do that. I
0: think so. I think, like, if I, you know, if I get some more... Hopefully I can get some more, you know, cuts with people this year and... Yeah. use some of that money to... I don't know, just, like, step my game up a little bit. I just did recently, like, all the touring and stuff I did that last year and all, like, the... I had a nice little chunk of change and I, you know, I invested in my setup that I currently have and I'm really happy about it. Um,
1: I mean, that's a pretty direct payoff. Like, when you're a musician who needs more gear in order to sound better.
0: Exactly. And, I mean, I get so much out of being on the road, just, like, I never thought... I, I mean, I got to... Travel around Europe and stuff like that, and I also got paid to do it. I was like, "That's yeah. like, I don't know." And then I used that money to improve my life in Los Angeles. Like that's, that's crazy. Incredible. Like that's like that's so nice. Yeah, it's a win, 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 win. Like, <laughs> like everyone, I don't know. Everyone benefits. I know.
1: Of. I remember when my voice coach in college, um, Adriana. But like mm-hmm. she used to tour with Pink. Or I think she yeah. still does tour with Pink. I think, yeah,
0: I think she's back with Pink.
1: Um. But yeah, I just remember her talking about <laughs> being a side woman, and she was just like, kind of like what you were saying. Th- she was like, it is so, it's like the easiest job in the world. Like, literally, if you ever get a chance to do it, do it. Because, mm-hmm. like, on a tour that large, she was like, as long as you show up by your call time. Yes. Like, everything else is like you can take advantage of it like you can just travel the entire world for free
0: that is exactly correct
1: (laughs) it's crazy that is
0: the only true responsibility you have after once you leave for the tour yeah that's like just make sure you're in the lobby because when and like they'll they'll pick you up in a car or whatever you take the bus to the venue (laughs) you show up you go to catering get a snack
1: yeah, drink
0: a bottle of water. God
1: damn. Go to your
0: green room. It's like all all the things you asked for are there. It's like oh, I'll have a beer. It's three, but you know whatever. <laughs> go to sound check. You know, pretty low key. Everyone just hanging out. You play a couple songs. <laughs>
1: this insane. You go
0: back. You can take a nap. Oh eat more God. food. <laughs> There's a buffet. And then
1: <laughs> this is insane.
0: Yeah, go across the street from the venue. Get a cup of coffee. Hang out. Oh, my friend's parents aren't are coming to the <laughs> show. Like, I'm gonna go get dinner with them. Then you go play the show, and then they take you back home. They give you your hotel key. Oh, you're in room. Whatever. It's it's just you don't yeah. have you have no responsibilities. Yeah. Except like show up for the lobby and then make sure you're by the stage at this time. This is That's like it.
1: striking, like minor. PTSD is an inappropriately strong word, <laughs> but like. This is just making me feel stressed out from when it was my job to, like, plan logistics of the tour.
2: Like, Ooh.
1: like you just being like, yeah, they have a car waiting for you. Like, that, that sentence just struck fear into my heart of just being like, okay, like, how are we gonna, like, we gotta make sure that the band, you know, like, there's a person who has to be like, we gotta tell these idiot rats which, like, <laughs> <laughs> With well, you have, to, you
0: have to. You have to. You have to plan it from the idiot rat perspective, at right? Least. Exactly. Like you have to make it think like, you know what? People with the most. I don't know these people, but you have yeah. to make sure it's people with the most basic understanding of like, like the how their body works, yeah. and <laughs> how to read can get through this.
1: Well, yeah, and you've got to set it up so that all that the band has to do is look at a piece of paper. They just wake up and look at their phone and say, "Where do I go right now?" Yeah, like. Like, there's so much planning and detail that goes into it so that it is that seamless. Because if it's not, then it's a fucking disaster. Like, if mm-hmm. if someone in the band is responsible for figuring out, like, we just woke up and we have to be at this place and we don't have a car, like, that's a disaster. Yeah, that's terrible. But, that's terrible. Yeah, the tours are so crazy. I mean, that is, like, an entire, like, skill set and world planning something like that.
0: Yeah, you kind of have to be, like... A logistics nerd yeah for and just like a organ like you have to be a little OCD in order to yeah. be a, like an administrative person on a tour yeah something I will never ever ever do
1: yeah
0: uh, because it is terrible and it I've seen it firsthand it is it looks so hard <laughs> and it stresses yeah. me out so much to even just know that anyone has to deal with that ever yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's like, oh no, you have to do you have to do that every day. <laughs> Ugh.
1: Do you think, like, the way that you were just describing it being such a breeze, mm-hmm. is it that easy for someone like Gwen? Like, do you think it's also that easy for her to do a tour, or do you think it's a lot harder?
0: I honestly do not know. I don't really. I think it's different for everybody.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm sure some people like have a higher. Or I'm sure some people have, like, really high standards for, you know, how they travel and how they tour and stuff like that. I'm sure some people have, like, really low yeah. standards and it's a little more stressful and, you know, they have to, like, you know, do a couple more things. But,
1: yeah,
0: I don't know. I think it's important. I think I think as long as you're comfortable, you're fine.
1: Right.
0: And if you have a space that you can call your own. If you're, like, yeah. an artist, all you need is that space where you can just be by yourself, I think. Right.
1: Well, because just the way you were describing it, you know, as an artist my mind my mind immediately is like that is just the dream, like, you know, I can yeah. only hope that I would ever be so lucky to get to do that. Um, but then you like watch the Katy Perry documentary and you like watch the behind the scenes where her life is just a fucking circus and like she's emotionally just falling apart at the scenes yeah. and it's like, whoa
0: Well I think that the the part of that is like you end up having more going for you I think if you push yourself harder in that scenario like essentially if you're gonna go on tour and you just like don't do anything other than like sleep and play the show it's like it'll go well but also like if you're doing a bunch of things on the side to, you know like either promote the tour or you know you're recording music and stuff like that like your life's gonna move that much faster you're gonna be like making that much more money sort of like right its just depends I think it just depends on what you want to do
1: I just realized I can't End the podcast, without asking you, officially, on record... Whoa. oh How was Harry? Oh, my God. <laughs> I forgot to ask you about
0: that. Dog, Harry was great. I He was so
1: nice. I think... Right, he Brian was so opened, great. Brian played with Muna opening for Harry Styles um, on tour this year.
0: Yes, he was a extremely pleasant, kind human being. Did, and, does uh, he look
1: like a god? Like... Does he have, some humans have, like, that godlike glow about them mm-hmm. in person. Like, is it visible, or is it like, oh, that's just an average guy?
0: Every person is more of just, like, every celebrity I meet, like, is just a dude. Like, yeah. you can usually just boil it down. It's like, oh, it's just a dude. Like, it, it, that fades after, like, three seconds. right. Like this moment, like you have a conversation with somebody, it's just like, oh, it's just a dude. I just
1: mean like physical appearance wise. Person. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, yeah, I guess, yeah, yeah. I don't know. He's just a he's just a dude. Okay.
1: I, that's <laughs> such
0: a I'm I'm sorry. That's not the answer you want.
1: I like that answer. I think that's cool.
0: But like everyone's just a, a person. Well,
1: I just feel like there are certain celebrities who are like. Like, I saw Joe Jonas at a restaurant, and I was Mm -hmm. like, that is just a dude. Like, that is just an average guy wearing a flannel,
2: eating
1: dinner. Like, there is no difference between you and the 200 other people in this room. But Mm -hmm. then there's, like, you know, like, being up close to Tegan and Sarah... It's, like, you you glow, and, like, you are a superhuman, and, like, just something about, like, your energy and your personality. Yeah. Like, whoa, you fucking have something special. And, like, there are even people, like, you know, who are just our peers who we know who, like, just have something that, like, you know, is so electric or magnetic. That's kind of cool.
0: That's definitely but. real. And he, like, sort of has that, but... He's just like a low key dude. Yeah, okay. And uh... I think
2: it's because he's not crazy. He's just
0: casual. Like, he's just like, just say, it's like, oh, hey, what's up? I was like, oh, that's well, good. Yeah. It's, it's not like, he's he's not a typical, like, I, I don't know. I don't consider him like a typical famous person. That's cool. I don't know. I I just feel like, I... not that, like, I am him or anything like that. I'm not <laughs> trying to say that at all. But, like, we're kind of in, we're kind of, like, he's like a 20, what, he's 23? Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm 24. Yeah. Like I kind of just we're just dudes in the music industry and I don't know it's just like oh. I just see him as that.
1: You're a cool. Guy and he's good. Guy. He's
0: just very successful. Yeah. And he and he wears it well. He's yeah, he's yeah. very humble and nice. <laughs> yeah.
1: Just an average guy. <laughs> I, I think yeah.
0: I think that I I'm so I feel so bad not giving you the answer. That no, that's you want a good right answer now.
2: because would no. be it'd be bad if you were like. He never talked to us. He never said hi to us. Brian,
1: thank you for coming to my home.
0: <laughs> thank you, Maddie.
2: We're,
1: we're going to hug. Wow. I hug over the dog. Aw. Um,
0: Zeus was between us.
1: It's really cool to see you um, achieving so many different things. It's going to be a just, big year for Brian. Yeah, I feel like your future is so bright and like it's just a result of like your talent and your hard work. And it's really cool to and see. And your kind spirit. Thank mm-hmm. you very yeah. much. Kind spirit. Very flattered. Um,
2: Thank you. I want to change the word. Spirits don't exist. Uh, your <laughs> kind personality.
0: Damn. What Then what does exist? Do we get into that now?
2: <laughs> um, your personality, your brain, your
1: flesh. We'll dedicate Science. another, another podcast to that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you
0: ever listen to You Made It Weird? No. The Pete Holmes podcast? mm Hmm. He like he just asks like really big questions.
1: Caitlin loves that. He's like
0: so like are you religious? And like every person will <laughs> just like get into like what their exact religious beliefs are. That's cool. like, Do you believe in like? That's cool. I should listen. So- no, it's a good podcast. Yeah. The Reggie Watts one is amazing. Cool. Love
1: Reggie. Thanks for the rec.
0: Yeah, he's good. He's good.
1: Give me another recommendation. out like to shoutouts. Pete Holmes
0: is low key. So annoying on the podcast. I love P Humps. He's lucky he's so annoying on the podcast. He dominates conversation. I think Mackin said too
2: that too. I think either yeah. Mackin or Caitlin said, it's This is receptive. a great podcast, but he is a lot.
0: Yeah. He's he's great. I think he's a good dude. He dominates the conversation, laughs at all of his own jokes like way too hard. Like, it's funny if you're like, It's like, oh, that was funny. <laughs> but he's just like, like oh it's so like you're going down to the store ah! it's like, just like <laughs> chill the fuck out dude sorry i was not my best but he's yeah that's uh that's pete holmes for you all
1: right and pete signing holmes. off pete holmes brian jones and uh everybody's brain dead <laughs>